And welcome to the Daily Dose, part of the Afro Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. I'm your no BS entrepreneur, host of this show, podcaster, and mentor. On today's show, I'm talking about the seven things I wish I knew before launching an online program or service. So let's roll into the show. The Daily Dose is your daily insight into the world of entrepreneurship, where I share my very best secrets to help educate you on building a six-figure business. Each day, I share secrets on entrepreneurship, business, and marketing. So strap yourself in for your daily dose from your no BS entrepreneur, Afro Duritu. So since 2016, I've been the entrepreneur of space. And I first, my first launched my first ever online product in late 2017 into the January of 2018. Now, this is going to be a big launch for me in the fitness space. I spent weeks actually putting it all together, creating all the online videos, editing the videos, make sure I've got the worksheets to go with the videos. And I had this great idea that the confused gym user needed this program to understand how to use the gym equipment and how to utilize it. I was have a Facebook group, always bells and whistles with it. And I launched it and I spent thousands of pounds on it. I was like, yes, let's go. And it bombed. It absolutely tanked, didn't sell a thing, got about four emails. That means I had to then get two part-time jobs, one as a cleaner, one time as a pizza delivery guy on the weekends. So I have my fair share of downs with online products and services but more recently I've had more success with far as business now generating thousands of pounds per month so I've had the bad part of it and now the more good the better side and the success from that but I wish I really knew these seven things beforehand because sometimes you see people post on social media and it's great that they do this you see a screenshot of how much money they've got the e-commerce their coaching program their high ticket offer whatever it is you see all the shiny stuff but the don't some things that just don't tell you Okay, and I want to share these things with you today, just so you get some more clarity and more a clearer thought process when you do launch your online product or service, because a great time to launch is obviously now ready for the new year. Now, I'm going to share these seven things with you now, so there's no particular order, but these are seven things I've learned since I've been in the online coaching space and having products and services, because that's what I do. I do that for coaches and consultants, because I love the tech side. So, number one is about the tech side. So, the tech side takes longer than you think. So when you first launch something, you might see someone go drop here, click that, just add your payment gateway, put an image here, video there, and think, okay, oh, that looks quite simple. And the premise is simple, but it just takes longer to grasp it. I've talked about this in a video about the four stages of learning, but essentially when you're first learning anything, it's hard to get the traction. Hi, Peter. It's hard to get traction, so you're like slow, 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 and then all of a sudden you get to learn it and it becomes easier and quicker. So the first time I did my first of an online product service, it took me months, it's ridiculous. Now it takes me a couple of days. So the tech side takes longer than you think initially. It does get easier over time, but you've gotta, you've gotta get through that horrible sticky bit like this button doesn't work and you spend four hours trying to make it work. If you can get through that, then you're on the right path. If not, outsource to someone else if you've got the money to do so. I'd, I want to learn the skill set to then be able to educate others to do the same, because I'm like that. I like learning this stuff. And that's because that's my superpower, essentially. But it's not yours. Get someone else to help you out. And number two is online is a different beast to selling face-to-face. It's just totally different. So I was obviously in the personal training space beforehand, which means everything was face-to-face. So people would book an appointment with us after seeing a Facebook ad or seeing an email or a flyer or a roller banner in the local supermarket. I would come in after booking an appointment. We'd spend like an hour of them talking about their goals where they want to be, their pain points, what the results they want to achieve, and then we'll sell them into a program. And that success rate was like 70 to 80%, so it reconverted really, really well on that. 
But online is totally different. The numbers are different, which I'll get into later. But it's a totally different beast. You can't just chuck up an ad and expect it to work. There's just so much noise. When you're a local business, there's just less noise, less competition. And the convenience of having a local location means people can come to, oh, you're in my area. You're a 10-minute walk away. I'll join because it's convenient for me. Online, is you're competing against the whole world. Therefore, it's a different ball game. And I did not know that. I took the skill set I learned before and tried to put it into the online space and it didn't work. So it's a different beast. So know that going in. That doesn't mean you can't have success, but just know that. And number three is you need to make an even more irresistible offer. So that leads into my uh, previous point. Like when we did those complimentary coach sessions, we called it, or coffee and chat at some point. When we do those, it's face-to-face, you talk to the person. You don't have that luxury in an online environment. They would land on your landing page, make a decision in like three seconds and go, I'm out. When they're in front of you, they can't just go two seconds in a conversation and walk out. They could, but they're probably not going to because it'd be considered rude. It's different when you're face-to-face. That's why you have these keyboard warriors who will like give you crappy comments in the comment section. And, you know, you look at their profile, there's no, no picture of them. It's a picture of a dog, essentially. Uh, and that's what happens when you're in the online space. But face-to-face, people are not going to do that to you. So it's a different ballgame. So your offer has to be so irresistible with, with the copy has to be written really well. So it, it really taps into those pain points of your dream client and also speaks to them to eke it all out. And it shows the success they could have. You have to show more evidence more testimonials, you have to show how it works. There's so many moving parts to it versus a face-to-face conversation. This is a different ballgame altogether. And that leads me into number four. <laughs> and I did, I, I, again, I wish I knew this the first time around because I had success the first time I launched, the second time I launched something, but I didn't know. But this, come back to that in a minute, but this point here, number four, is about it will not work the first time. Be prepared. It will not work the first time. And that tiny, 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 tiny chance, and 0.0001% it does, fair play to you, well done. But otherwise than that, it takes time. So it might not work the first time, the second time, the third time, the fourth time. You've got loads of things to consider, as I said, from the advert and the copy to how you're gonna put that position advert. If it's not even paid, it's organic traffic. Then when they land on the page, you've got things to consider like the sales copy, the heading, the hook, the story you tell. All those things are so many moving parts and variables that you have, you will not get it right the first time. You'll have your best guess, best foot forward, and then you tweak and change from there, which moves on to number five, which is testing. It's mandatory. Make sure you're A-B testing. That's testing one like headline with another headline. So always be testing your product. The best marketers in the world, the best people have success with online businesses. Test, test, and test. You will see that process if they tell you if you talk to them face to face or on a podcast or wherever. If you talk to many of them online, you will you will hear that they went through so many iterations of their journey. Russell Brunson is a great example of this. He's created hundreds and maybe thousands of funnels and fail, 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 success, fail, 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 success. So don't expect it to work the first time. Just put your best foot forward as best you can. Expect it not to work and then tweak and change thereafter. So go with lower expectations. That sounds harsh, but it's true. And number number six is 5%. I'm going to read this out. 5% of paid ads is the technical side. The rest is the creative. So so many people get caught up in the how to put together a Facebook ad. The actual posting of the ad is quite simple. There's only three levels. Campaign level, 
which is top level, what you what you ideally want this to do. So is it traffic, is it conversions, is it engagement? And the second level is just is more the ad set level. So who are you trying to target? And the last one is actual ad, like the copy, the pictures, the headline, the hook, all those things that go into that. But as I said, that bit simple, the technical side, comparison to the creative. The creative depends on the individual person. Do they have any copywriting skills? The book above my head, Copywriting Secrets, a great book around this. How how good are you at writing copy? If you're not good at it, you need to think about getting someone on your team who is. How good are you finding images? Are you great in video? Are you not great in video? Do you need to get someone else to do the video? So this, again, so many moving parts. And one of the best ways to, to find out what's working is when you scroll through your newsfeed. I use Facebook as an example. You sh- you'll see a sponsored post. Go, if that has got loads of comments and engagement, think, why is this post working? Why did I stop at this post? So do a lot of research around that. And you've got to test so many different versions of, of a creative. Okay, so the creative bit is like gold. The technical side is important and the, the science, if you like, is important. But the creative is so much more important. If you think about an artist, only certain people can paint a certain way. A certain people who are like artists in their own industry, actors like Robert Downey Jr., Beyonce, they are like, you know, one in a, a million, probably more than that. But the tech side, people can get the tech side. You can learn that as a skill. But the creative is a different beast. Okay, it takes a lot more time and effort. So 95% is creative, 5% is the technical side, I'd say. And number seven, know your numbers. So important. As I said earlier on, I actually launched a, a Facebook ad and it was working and I turned it off because I thought I'm not making the money. And I didn't realize this key thing here. So I'm going to know your numbers, but also the real profit is made on the back end, not the front end. Okay, let me say that again. The real profit is made on the back end, not the front end. So what do I mean by that? The front end being your your free lead magnet or, for example, or your free offer or your free five-day program. That is your front end. You might have a low test than £100. Maybe you got booked for like 9 or £10. That is not where you're going to make the money. It's the next few steps in that sales process where the money happens. So you might come with a front end offer, or for example, of something like free or less than 100 Then you move up to something like a couple of hundred. Then you might have a book a call with them and you have a £1,000 product or service thereafter. So the money's made here. So do know that, know your numbers. Do you know the average cart value? Now ClickFunnels has that for you, which is great. So the average cart value and the cost per acquisition, two crucial numbers you need to know. So you need to know the cost per acquisition, how much it costs to get this person to be a client with you, and the average cart value is how much are they spending along the way. So just having a 10 pound product is how an average cost per value. If you've got three other steps, you can add all those up, and that's what you're actually gonna equal. So if you've got 10, 97, 297, your average cart value is going to be a lot higher than just the 10, okay? So those are the seven things I wish, or they don't tell you when you're launching an online product or service. So we're going to recap them. The tech side, number one, takes longer than you think. Number two, is a different beast to face-to-face. It just is. Number three, you need to make an even more irresistible offer than a face-to-face offer. You don't have that time Unfortunately, like you do face to face. Number four, it will not work the first time. It will fail. It will fail. Be prepared for that. And number five, testing is mandatory. You must test. You must A B test every single step of the process. Number six, five percent of an ad is the technical side. The rest is all the creative, the 95. And number seven is know your numbers. Do you know your average cart value and your cost per acquisition? If you have any questions on today's daily dose, because I know I dove into a lot of information there. Let me know. Send me a message. A-F-R-O-N-D-I-R-I-T-U. Afro Digital LinkedIn. 
Facebook or Instagram and let me know your question. I'm more than happy to answer it. And if you're watching on YouTube, because it is a video as well, a video podcast, just hit the description button down below and get notified with a little alarm bell. Because it is a podcast show, I'm just going to end with my favorite quote. Take control of your life before life takes control of you. Thank you for listening to today's Daily Dose. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing. You have been listening long enough, guys. It's over 100 episodes now, which is absolutely fantastic. I really appreciate people who are listening to Daily Dose, part of the Afro-Duty podcast. And if you are getting value from this, please consider subscribing. It helps me reach more entrepreneurs, educate more entrepreneurs, and helps me to reach my goal of 10 million entrepreneurs, which is a massive goal, but I need your support and help with that. So, Click subscribe right now if you listen on podcast or Spotify or Google Podcast, whatever platform you listen on and listen now. And I'll catch you guys in tomorrow's Daily Dose.